What's going on, everybody? Get ready, because we have a lot to break down. We're going to get into all of the Vanderpump Rules drama that went down at the finale, because there were several fights, and it seems like this unidentified guy has now been identified. We're also going to break down the Justin Martindale, Jeff Lewis, Heather McDonald drama that went down over the weekend, because Jeff Lewis has now blasted Heather, and there's a lot to get into. Grab a coffee, grab a cocktail, get ready, let's go. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TV tea, served fresh three times a week. Now, let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome on in. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Woo woo. Um, I do want to say that if you guys have been enjoying the show lately, I would appreciate a nice Apple podcast, a nice review, a nice rating. Um, they help they're keeping us in the top charts. We've been killing it in the, in the charts lately. So if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, be sure to hit those those stars. Give me that five-star rating and let me know what you're loving about the show lately. Okay, let's do some tidbits of tea and then we'll get into Vanderpump Rules and then we'll get into all the Heather McDonald, Jeff Lewis drama because that is like, woo, fire. All right, tidbits of tea. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner have filed for divorce. They've only been together. They've been married, what, four years? And it seems like it's over. There was some speculation, some rumors that were going around saying that Sophie's lifestyle and his lifestyle just aren't matching up. They're not compatible. I guess. I'm not, I mean, personally, I just think Joe Jonas is hot. And I don't know why anybody's really shocked. I guess they had a pretty solid marriage, right? It seems amicable. They, I think he cited irreconcilable differences as the reason for the filing. He's come out and made released a statement saying that all is good. They're fine. It was a mutual decision. They're going to co-parent through it. They're going to share custody of the kids. So they seem to be okay. Doesn't seem to be a contentious divorce. It could all be for the optics. But rumors were that they just had very different lifestyles. She seemed to be much more of an extrovert. He seemed to be much more of an introvert. It didn't work out. In other couples news, Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet were spotted. Megan now. Kylie and Timothy in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. They're making out at Beyonce's birthday concert. We actually have a photo from TMZ. Um, they were hot and heavy. And I mean... They were originally, what, downplaying that they were dating, and then we saw photos of them spotted out, and now they're just going hard, full throttle, making out, tongue action, gobble me, swallow me, jipped on the side of me, quick jump out for you, let it get inside of me, tell them where to, tell them where to put it, but I never tell them where I'm about to be. Talk your shit, bite your lip, ask for a car while you ride that dick. You really ain't never got a fucking boy thing. He already made his mind up for you. Okay. Considering Kylie is so private with her personal life, I was actually kind of shocked to see this. Um, because I just, you, I mean, we literally had nothing about her previous relationships. We never saw them play out on the show. We barely even see Air, her new little baby. We see Stormy every once in a while, but it's just interesting that Yay, Melanie gave us a nice review on Spotify. Thank you. Uh, there were, I think, based off of my some of my content last week and some of the beef that I was in last week, I got slammed with some negative reviews on Apple Podcasts. So if anybody wants to help bolster that rating back up, I would appreciate that. Genuine love. I don't need fake love, but genuine love is all appreciated. But good for Kylie and Timothy. He's kind of weird. I, I'm not weird, but he's just like, he's not what she's ever been... Like a quirky, skinny white dude has just never been her type in the past. So this was an interesting 
mixed, but I mean, listen, maybe she's in Mama Kylie mode and she's just like, I'm going to take him into my dominatrix, you know, basement and live my life. And he's probably enjoying it with him and his peaches. Erica Jane has been, there's been some shade thrown at Erica on Twitter lately about her bet it all on blonde Vegas show. Apparently there are tickets that are going on StubHub for $7. It was then reported in page six. I did see a few, um, Instagram accounts that were posting about this. Martinis with Eddie, I think was posting about this. And I kind of, I responded. I was like, what, what is this screenshot? What are you looking at? Cause if you go on like live nation or Ticketmaster, which are the official ticketing websites, the tickets aren't at full price. Uh, but it is the house of blues. And I feel like this is kind of standard for the house of blues. They want to fill as many floor, um, not floor seats, but standing room floor space as much as they can. So they put on, you know, these discounted websites like StubHub where they have discounted ticket sales. I don't think I don't think they have any of like their VIP packages on StubHub or any of that or any actual seats on StubHub. I'm not sure. I just know I went and I looked at it. I was like Ticketmaster and Live Nation have the tickets. They are the same price they've always been. Um I don't know. I think people are making a big deal about this. It's the House of Blues. I feel like this is relatively common that they want to fill as much standing room as they possibly can. So if they can fill that with, you know, people coming in. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, they're trying to make F&B, right? Food and beverage, the minimums that they want to hit every night. That's more of the priority. As somebody that's done several live shows and worked with a variety of different venues, I know how this kind of works. And sometimes you do want to fill the space to get as many people in the room because the more people that are in there, the more that you're going to make in food and beverage beverage more than you're going to make in ticket sales. F and B is really where it's at. Um, so I feel like this is common for a venue to do. I don't think that's any indication that Erica's show is bad. I went to the show. It was a great show. It's a lot of fun. If you're able to go and get standing room for seven bucks, cool. You lucked out. I don't know why people are making a bigger deal of this than it actually is. I think, listen, she's coming out on the other side of all of this. She's moved past all the Girardi drama that's going to trial, or that's at least the court is doing the court's thing. The judge is doing the judge's thing. And that legal system is playing itself out. We'll see how all that goes for the men and the attorneys and the CFO at Girardi Keese. The men that were committing these crimes are now being held accountable for these crimes. We'll see where that goes. In terms of Erica, it's like, just let a bitch have a good thing. Let her live her life, right? Let her live life. General admission, yeah, is standing room. You don't have a seat. You're literally just standing in the vicinity. You're standing by the bar. I know because the first night we went, when we went on opening night, we had standing room. Um, press was invited. We went for the press night. And I bought a table for the second night. I did a VIP package. I paid for that myself. I was happy to support. Listen, I never like to see a woman get dragged for the crimes of her man. That's not to say Erica hasn't had her bad moments on the show as well. She's had very real, raw human moments on the show. It is what it is. Go to the show. Don't go to the show. Go for seven bucks if you're cheap. Live your life. Get a drink. Have fun. Enjoy. I don't really care. Let's talk about Vanderpump Rules because the finale was wild. Um, so Kyle Chan, who's a friend of all of theirs, he's a jeweler. He was hosting a Gold Bar Whiskey launch party. Gold Bar Whiskey is his new whiskey. I should actually have Kyle on the show. So 
I actually met Kyle for the first time. I had known of Kyle, and apparently Kyle had also known, like, we'd known of each other, but we had met officially at Sheena's show at the Bourbon Room because I was seated right next to Kyle. All of the cast was kind of in one little booth. I ended up getting seated with the cast. So Ariana was there, Katie was there, Lala was there, James and Ellie were there. Ellie's lovely, by the way. I met Ellie for the first time that night, and we were, like, chatting in the green room, and we were like, oh, my God, we know Zachary Reality. He's, like, a mutual friend of ours, and we were just chatting, and, like, I adore Allie. I never had good vibes from Rocky Rocky Bang Bang. Raquel was not, I never got good vibes from Raquel back from the very beginning. I never liked Raquel. Ellie, on the other hand, I liked her on the show. We didn't really get to see much of her personality, but getting to meet her in person, she was great. That's a side note. Kyle Chan, we got to chat at Sheena's show because we were, uh, we got there a little right before the rest of the cast got there. And so we were chatting a little bit and he's like, oh my God, I would love to you. I would love for you to come to my whiskey launch party. This was on Sunday. The party was the following Friday. So less than a week away. Um, he's like, but it's up in San Francisco. If you can make it great, I would love to have you come. He sent me the invite. Uh, I did RSVP and I was going to go and I was trying to go and make it up to San Francisco, but fresh off of Vegas and just like dealing with the move and two new puppies. It was just, it was a lot. So I didn't end up going after all, but I would like to support Kyle and maybe have him on the podcast and maybe have a glass of his whiskey on the show but anyway he invited me to the party it was up in san francisco i couldn't make it but all the cast was there it was the finale party Kristen doty also was in attendance as was billy lee so sheena performed at the party and i guess there was this random dude there he's the one that you're seeing in all of the tiktok videos and the instagram videos he I guess was like he was giving the cast shots. He was trying to like hang out with everybody. The cast for the most part from what I saw was kind of like sectioned off while they were filming. But it seems like at some point he was able to like come around the cast and they were all taking shots. This guy apparently got into a physical altercation with one of the producers and with security, not necessarily with any of the cast members. It seemed like security was trying to, like, remove him and be like, all right, dude, you had your moment. Like, you got to connect with the cast, but, like, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it going, right? And he wasn't happy about that. He then, that's when we see him throwing the glass of, of wine. We see him pick up the chair and we see Sandoval jump in and he's trying to stop the guy. And then that's when security comes in and they have to like physically restrain him and remove him from the show. I believe if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're watching this on Spotify, we do have photos from there. So we can see this guy. This is security removing him. They like had to grab him by the neck and like physically restrain him and try to get him out of the party. Apparently, he's just a fan. He literally is nobody that any his name is, I believe, Justin. And I mean, it to me, it sounds like he may have been on something if he was this like amped up and like, you know, so willing to just throw things and like, like it didn't make sense. It didn't seem like he was fighting with any of the actual cast members other than the producer that was trying to remove him. And it seemed like he got unhappy that he was trying to be exited from being around the cast, which again, makes me think he maybe was on something a little more than just too many martinis, right? Throwing glasses, picking up a chair. Like that just seems insane. Sandoval seemed to jump in to kind of like deescalate the guy, but it did not appear that Sandoval was the target of this guy's crazy outburst. There is a woman, Kristen um, House Chris on TikTok. She talks about it. She was she did a video about her first account, firsthand account from the finale party. She thinks that the fight was fake drama to stir up press for the show. 
I disagree. I think this was just an unhinged fan, and it's probably going to end up getting cut from the show because it has no relation to any of, like, the actual storylines. Maybe it'll be on, like, two seconds of the finale, but there's no reason for them to air this, right? Billy Lee said that it, the guy seemed like a creeper, possibly like an unhinged fan that got a little too wild. Again, likely on something, appearing to not be in his right mind. Billy said that she ran into the guy earlier, and he had, like, a lot of, like, detailed knowledge about her specifically so I'm pretty sure he was just like unhinged I don't know how he got into the party the party was invite only but I mean a lot of people seem to have come in either as a plus one or a guest of a guest or whatever I'm sure he found a way to sneak his way in but yeah I doubt that any of this is actually going to be a main focus of the finale at the show though because again it didn't really involve the cast members it was probably just crazy unhinged fan. Per Jamois, though, producers tried to blind sign Ariana at the finale, and they were trying to force her to have a conversation with Sandoval and Sheena. But Ariana refused and left the party. And we can actually see her. There was a video that was posted on TikTok that shows Ariana exiting the party. She was upset. She has her her friend Brad. She has her boyfriend Daniel there with her. You can see her in a video kind of get a little irritated. Draw me bitch on TikTok showed the videos and the different clips of that people had posted on social media showing all of the, you know, different moments throughout the night. If you guys want to check that out, her name is draw underscore me underscore bitch on TikTok. And you can see that, that she's clearly like she's on her phone. She's like getting upset with, I believe it's either the showrunner or one of the producers. She looked pissed and something happened and she exits like she doesn't want anything to do with it. According to Demod, that was related to them trying to get her to film a scene with Sandoval. And it seemed like they tried to blindside her with that, like Sandoval, like approach her or something, or they were trying to set something up where there was a scene that she had to film with him. She didn't like that. We then see Sheena and Sandoval going at it. Sandoval's getting really amped up and hyped. Lala gets into the mix and then Sandoval and Lala start going at it. And you see Lala and she's got hands and she's popping off on him because she's like not having any of it. Listen, we love a good unhinged Lala. We love Lala yelling at Sandoval. We just, we need a good, another Bambi-eyed bitch moment from Lala. And I'd be happy with that. Katie and Schwartz didn't really seem to get into the drama. They kind of distanced themselves. At one point, you kind of see Katie like standing by Lala, but it doesn't appear that she gets into the drama. Schwartz is kind of just like around. He's like drinking his drink and doesn't really want to do anything. And he's like, oh, this is awkward. This is weird. We also see Joe there, his like roommate slash rumored girlfriend, being just like a quirky and weird and strange. And she's just, listen, she's very quirky and weird and strange. And I'll just leave it at that. Kristen Doty was also in attendance, but it doesn't look like there was any real drama with her. So the drama really was stemmed from that guy that had to be restrained, which just random who picks up a chair and like tries to throw it. But luckily, security was able to boot him out. You can even see when security, like, grabs him, like, his eyes don't even, like, really appear to all be there. That's what I'm saying. It looks like it appears to be. I'm not making any accusations, but it appears to be something, you know. But, yeah. I'm also kind of shocked that, like, Ariana didn't see that the producers were going to try to, like, make something happen with Tom and Ariana because like it's the finale this is where they're gonna make something happen right this is like the chance to actually 
cause this scene or like make something. I'm surprised they didn't pull in Rocky, Rocky, Bang, Bang. But like, I feel like at this point, Raquel's done. She ain't coming back to the show ever. She kind of like burned that bridge with her stupid Bethany interview, which like totally backfired on both of them. But listen, Bethany was number one on the podcast charts for a good minute. And she was, you know, she was loving it. But um, yeah, I'm curious what your thoughts are on the finale party. Because it, it looked interesting, for sure. Kind of bummed that I didn't go. But also, the trip out to San Francisco was just going to be a lot. So, But on that note, before we get into all the Heather McDonald, Heather McDonald, Jupes' scoop, and all the, the chaos with Jeff Lewis, I do want to give a shout out to my pals at Drizzly. You know I love to be a good host. And part of being a good host is having everyone's favorite drink handy. Aperol Spritz, I got you, boo. It's summer. And we love a good Aperol spritz in the summer. Vodka soda with a twist. I love mine with a lemon, not a lime. Easy peasy. Spice margarita with a tahine ram and a splash of Grand Marinier Cordon Rouge. No problemo. Because I've got Drizzly, the go-to app for drink delivery. Drizzly is here to be your partner in parties, meaning they're here to help you take the grunt work out of the get-together so that you can be a confident host and actually party at your own party. Drizzly is the most convenient way to buy beer, wine, and spirits and delivery with delivery to your door when you want it, all from the comfort of your couch. The convenience speaks for itself. I love it. Any true Housewives fan knows the importance of being a good party host, and a good host has Drizzly. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com right now. Must be 21 or older to order. Okay, are we ready? Heather McDonald, Jeff Lewis. So let's recap all of this and I'll give you the latest. Okay, I'm going to try to recap this as quickly and easily as I can. Okay. Started earlier in the year with the drama between Megan Weaver and Heather McDonald, right? Heather McDonald, host of Juicy Scoop, used to be on Chelsea Lately, really popular comedian, tours all the time. Jeff Lewis used to be on Bravo's uh, Flipping Out. That was on the air for many years. It was a design sh- interior design show where they would flip houses. You would see his life and his team. Megan Weaver was on Flipping Out. She's now a regular on Jeff Lewis's radio show on Sirius XM, formerly on Radio Andy, now on the Jeff Lewis channel. He has his own channel with Sirius XM now. So Heather McDonald, Megan Weaver, both friends of Jeff Lewis have this big blowout where Megan apparently just lays into Heather at Kelly Dodd's house with all the reasons that she doesn't like her. Heather then jumps on her Patreon and does this emergency Patreon episode where she's like, before before Megan goes on the show, on Jeff Lewis's show tomorrow, because she's a regular on Jeff Lewis Live, here's what happened, here's my side of the story, lays it all out, lays it all out on her Patreon. Jeff Lewis has now claimed that Heather made between thirty to $40,000 off of that Megan Weaver drama scandal on her Patreon, right? So... Since then, things seem kind of rocky because obviously Megan's really close with Jeff, but Heather's also Jeff's friend of nearly 30 years. Things seemed a little rocky, but they were trying to work through it and not let it affect them personally. Then we see Heather do Watch What Happens Live with Jeff Lewis. She also then goes on Jeff Lewis Live, kind of talks about the Megan Weaver stuff, gives her a space to kind of air her side of things. Then apparently there's this fallout with Brandy and Julie, who were regulars on Juicy Scoop with Heather. Then they end up getting their own radio show on Jeff Lewis's new Sirius XM channel. 
According to Brandy and Julie, they claimed that they were done wrong when their show got canceled on Sirius. I guess according to Jeff Lewis and his camp, they're claiming that Brandy and Julie were actually really difficult to work with, and ultimately it was Sirius XM's decision to cancel their show, not Jeff Lewis's decision. Then Heather mentions on her Patreon recently, I believe maybe like a week or two ago, that there was this pool party that she wasn't invited to and she felt really bad that she was left out. And then there was this trip to Disneyland that she wasn't invited to and she felt left out about that. I think Heather has FOMO. So she was just kind of like, you know, casually relaying that she felt left out of these things that some of her friends were participating in, right? Not Jeff Lewis, but Justin Martindale, who is a regular or was a regular on Juicy Scoop. He would come on, they would recap hot topics, whatever. Then there were some negative comments about Jeff Lewis and Justin Martindale in the Juicy Scoop groups. And this is where there were screenshots of Heather liking and responding to some of these comments, one specifically saying that Jeff is possibly the problem and that maybe Heather needs to take some space from Jeff, to which Heather agreed. And she was like, I agree. I need, or she didn't say I need to take some space, but I think she just posted like, I agree. Then there was a screenshot that was posted on the Jeff Lewis live Instagram account showing that Heather agrees, showing that she's liking and and responding to negative comments about her friends. Justin Martindale then goes on his podcast and dedicates a whole 30 minute segment to talking about all the reasons he's upset with Heather and why he's done with Heather, right? He alludes to her being transphobic because she didn't participate in this PSA that he was working on. He mentions the negative comments that he was getting from Juicy Scoopers that were being vile towards him. He claims that they were so they were so crazy that he was getting death threats. And he was upset that Heather wouldn't stand up for him and tell her Juicy Scoopers not to not to say mean things about him or mean things to him. He says that she's like, don't ignore, like, ignore the trolls. Don't let it get to you. Right. But he's like, but I was getting death threats. Heather's come out and claimed that she didn't realize that they were that level of extreme. She didn't realize he was getting death threats. She thought he was just complaining about troll comments that she told him to ignore. He then talks about how he's been on Juicy Scoop 33 times, but he wasn't paid until very recently. Heather... I believe was paying recently, I believe it was $300 per episode. And when he would travel with her and do her live show, she would cover, you know, his expenses. And I believe he was paid for those. He just wasn't paid for doing regular appearances on Juicy Scoop. I think she saw it, according to him, she said that he was getting a lot of exposure from being on Juicy Scoop. But he was like, that's not fair because Jeff Lewis pays his people. I have heard that Jeff Lewis does pay his guests out of pocket, but I've also heard that he does get reimbursed by SiriusXM at the end of this, at the end of it. So uncertain which one is true, but I think the fact that Jeff Lewis has his guests get paid, whether it's out of his pocket or SiriusXM's, I think is great regardless. Then Justin talks about needing to take a break from Juicy Scoop. He says that he wanted to go on Jeff Lewis Live, but that Jeff told Justin that Heather wouldn't allow for Justin to appear on Jeff Lewis Live. And that's how Jeff Lewis gets looped into all this drama. Jeff then comes out and says that there was this phone call in which Heather told him not to have Justin Martindale on Jeff Lewis Live because Justin was a regular on Heather's show. He was a Juicy Scoop regular and she didn't want him to go on on um, Jeff Lewis because he was a regular on Juicy Scoop. Heather then goes on her Patreon to clarify that, yes, there was a phone call, but that that phone call, in that phone call, Jeff and Heather both agreed to stop commingling their guests because then it starts to feel like all of the same guests are going or constantly like cycling in and out of the same two shows and it doesn't feel original. Eventually, 
when Justin took his break from Juicy Scoop, Heather then had lunch with Jeff, according to her Patreon, where she told Jeff, listen, he's taking a break from Juicy Scoop. I don't know what he's doing. So if you want to go ahead and have him on Jeff Lewis Live, you're welcome to have him on Jeff Lewis Live. But in that lunch, Jeff said, no, I don't want to have Justin on Jeff Lewis Live anymore because he just seems like he's too much drama. So Heather's putting all this out on her Patreon. I subscribed. I listened. I'm sure if she made $40,000 off the Megan Weaver drama, she's making a lot more off of the Jeff Lewis drama. And listen, collect your bag. Everyone's out here. Justin's making money off of his podcast. Heather's making money off of her Patreon. Jeff Lewis is still making money off of his radio show. Like everybody's monetizing this in some way. And I'm just like, listen, it's dirty. It's messy, but get your bag. So... Jeff then on Monday went on Jeff Lewis Live and blasts Heather, or, or maybe it was on Tuesday, blasts Heather, right? Just drags her and reads her for filth with all of this personal drama involving diamond earrings. And they had a friend and Heather lost one of the diamond earrings. And, you know, the earrings were, I think, worth $10,000, even though I'm hearing they actually weren't worth $10,000. The earrings were only worth $3,000 whatever, but Heather borrowed a friend's pair of earrings, lost one of the earrings, and then that friend was like, where are my earrings, where are my earrings, where are my earrings? Heather was ignoring her until recently. Heather, you know, was now like, okay, let me pay you for your earrings because I did lose one, and even Kelly Dodd jumped in on it, and she's like, I was there when she lost that earring, and she didn't care about that earring. Whatever. Again, I'm hearing the earrings were not $10,000. They were $3,000, but this feels like the Erica Jane earrings, right? Are they worth $1 million? Are they worth $750,000? Are they worth $250,000? Nobody really knows. What is the value of the earrings? Who wore them? Is Ronald McDonald's going to come out and bid on them next? Who knows? Who cares? Jeff Lewis also claims that Megan tried to make things right with Heather, but initially Heather didn't want to make things right. And then recently Heather was trying to make things right after the fallout with Justin Martindale. And Jeff goes on about the comments and how Heather's a liar and how their friendship is done. And he's blocked her on social media. And then Heather McDonald was seen out at Craig's. I think it was Lala's birthday. She was there with Lala Kent and Josh Flagg. And she was, the paparazzi caught her and they're like, Heather, 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 what do you think of this drama with Jeff Lewis? And Heather's like, I don't know him. Who is that? I've never heard of him. And then the paparazzi's even like, oh, well, he's like a podcaster. And she's like, yeah, I have no idea who that is. So she pulled a whole Mariah Carey, I don't know her vibe. And I kind of found that hilarious. So who knows what she's going to do next? I believe she has another podcast that's going to drop on Thursday. So we'll see. I'll keep you posted on where this goes. But, you know, I think, uh, listen, Heather and Jeff have both had histories of falling out with people, falling, you know, having these drama beefs with people. Jeff has a long list. Heather has a long list. I just think them doing this and blasting, I love it. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, is messy. Is messy. It's dirty. It's crazy. I did recap it a lot deeper on YouTube. I'm not going to release any of that content on the podcast, though, but it is available on YouTube, not for members only, but just publicly on my YouTube channel where we dive into it. I have Donna Bowling from uh, Daily Dose of Donna. We did a recap of what Jeff Lewis said. I also had Jacques Peterson, my friend Jacques. I had him on the podcast talking about what Justin Martindale originally said. So we break it all down and we dissect it and kind of look at it objectively and look at both sides of it. So if you want a deeper dive into all of this drama, you can get that on YouTube, youtube.com slash Um, Because 
it's a lot. And I'm telling you, we really broke it down. And I did three full dedicated videos, one on Justin Martindale's podcast episode with Jacques, and then a solo one on Heather McDonald's response on her Patreon, and then one with, with Daily Dose of Donna on what Jeff Lewis said. So I'll probably do another one this weekend once we get Heather's reaction or response, depending on when she responds or how she responds, whether it'll be, it'll be on Patreon or it'll be on her main podcast. I don't know. I think there are three sides to all of this drama. Um, there's his side, her side, and the truth. I think they're both kind of giving us pieces that maybe make them look good and maybe make the other look a lot worse. But I just think it's messy. I don't have any skin in this game. I don't have, you know, a horse in this race. I'm not picking a side either way. I think, you know, obviously I used to watch Jeff on Flipping Out. I used to watch Heather on Chelsea Lately. I've worked with Heather quite a few times over the years, primarily when I used to um, work with Jenny McCarthy with her foundation. Heather would do a lot of fundraisers to help raise money for the charity to help kids with autism. And she was on Juicy Scoop very recently. Jeff Lewis has been invited on Juicy Scoop. Or sorry, she's been on No Filter recently. Jeff Lewis has also been invited on No Filter. There's never been a response to that. Um, I asked if, you know, I would love to come on Jeff Lewis Live. That invitation was declined. Um, We'll see if maybe Heather and I end up doing more together. I don't know. My point is I have no skin in the game. I'm not picking a side necessarily. I do now feel like it's all kind of a gang up on Heather. I feel like I don't love that. Listen, the gays are messy and Jeff Lewis is messy and Justin Martindale is messy. Heather can also be messy and Heather's over here, you know, doing her paywall, making her money on Patreon which is also a little messy. But at the same time, I just feel like I don't love that now. It's like everybody's ganging up on Heather when it's like, "Mm," but I feel like this is kind of just like one big messy drama situation between friends. And it's just kind of like all getting unhinged. So Heather won't let me into her Juicy Scoop Obsessed page. Uh, I believe Donna Bowling addressed that because she said that she wasn't allowed into the Juicy Scoop Obsessed page either. And... Heather claims that she hasn't let anybody in lately. So, yeah. JB says, jewelry valuation is based on whoever the sucker is buying or selling. Yeah. Yeah. I was banging a jeweler for a while. Still kind of am every once in a while. Um, And I was asking him about all of that. I was like, in between sex, I'm like, so can we talk about Erica Jane's earrings? I'm like, what is the value? And what is the estimation? And here are the coordinates. And here's the jewelry. And like, yeah. So, yeah. She would make money, but I can't do the $20 subs. Sorry. That's why I'm doing the $20 subs. Would love to see you on Juicy Scoop and Watch What Happens Live. I would love to be on Juicy Scoop, and I would love to be on Watch What Happens Live. Let's manifest that. Let's put that out into the universe and say, okay, Zach Peter on Juicy Scoop, Zach Peter on Watch What Happens Live. I would also not mind being on Jeff Lewis Live. Um, I was just told that Jeff doesn't know who the fuck I am, and I'm never going to be on his show. So I was like, okay. (laughs) Um. You continue to be so irritating. Thank you, Joni. I appreciate that. Jeff is also giving the number one guy in the group punching down on the least popular friend. Yeah, I do kind of feel like it's gotten that way that now, though, right? Because, like, I get Justin, like, airing his grievances on his podcast. I get it. You know, he's hurt. He's like, I'm going to talk about this. I get Heather doing her thing on Patreon. She's like, I'm hurt. I'm going to make money off of this. Jeff, I think, has just, like, gotten real messy. But, like, getting into all the things and talking about the earrings and, like, wanting that friend to then um, 
like a Sue Heather over the earrings. I believe that the payment has been made at this point that like that woman received the money for her earrings. I don't know. It's just crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, I pay $5 and I get all the extra juice. Don't need to pay more. Must be 90 to get all the juice for free. Um, listen, it is. Oh, Kimberly Archie. Hi, Kimberly Archie. Hey, girl. What's going on, my love? Love me some Kimberly Archie. Woo, woo. If you're real friends, you don't talk to my detractors. I mean, yeah, I agree. I just, I don't know. I think Heather probably thought that like, hey, these are my juicy scoopers. They're going to be loyal to me. So even if I, you know, I mean, was the comment that, was that comment really that bad about being like, hey, maybe Jeff Lewis is a potster and you need to take a break from him and her kind of agreeing with that? Like, was that really the worst thing that, like, it wasn't like they're like, oh, Jeff is a, a baby killer. And then she was like, yeah, I agree. Like, it wasn't the most terrible thing, right? Like, it was, Sort of innocuous. I didn't think it was that terrible. But. Oy vey. We gals will pay for your skinny wine to drop the juice on our boat. Oh, okay, Christina. Listen, the wine may be coming back very soon. Get ready. Get ready, Freddie. Okay. Well, I guess that's all. That's all I got for you. We talked about Kylie and Timothy. We talked about Joe Jonas and Sophie. We talked about Eric Jane. We talked about Vanderpump Rules finale. And we talked about this Heather McDonald juice scoop. So there you go. It, it is what it is. I'll see you live Thursday night if you want to catch the live broadcast. It'll air on the podcast on Friday morning. And we have new episodes of No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Live streams all throughout the week on YouTube, youtube.com slash JustPlainZach. You can follow me all over the internet at JustPlainZach or follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach for all the latest juicy scoop and hot tea. Oh, so there you go. Love you guys. Appreciate it. Have a great rest of your Wednesday or whatever day you're listening to this. And stay tuned. Lots more tea to come and be spilled and lots of fun updates that hopefully you will get to hear about all very, very soon. I love you. I appreciate you. Enjoy your day. Ciao for now. <laughs>